Don't Play Dead. For the last two weeks, I've noticed people are laughing at me. Every time I go to the stores to search for necessary items, there they are, my used-to-be friends, snickering and, yes, laughing. And if that weren't bad enough, now some have even taken to pointing. I must admit at first I was laughing too, but I was lonely laughing at the irony of the situation. Here I am, without Maya, left alone trying to discover the rituals and spells of necromancy. But now I have to focus, because necromancy is serious business and I have no more time for laughing, and I know Maya would not be laughing. I have her notes, but they are barely enough to have led me to the right books. I've checked out dozens of books from the library, and so far everything I've read said Maya did it wrong. Well, I'm here, so she did something right, but she's gone, and that is the very wrong part. And according to my plethora of newfound necromancy knowledge, I have less than 48 more hours to gather everything I need, say the right incantations, and dig her up before I can try to bring her back. I spend most of my morning making sure I have the right robes, candles, fetters, and all the incantations I will need for later today, tonight, and my final quest tomorrow night. Finally, I make sure I have the instructions I wrote that I have to place inside Maya's chest cavity. Oh, and my mortician tools so that I can sew her back up afterwards. I am not looking forward to that ritual. But I need to make sure that when Maya comes back, she acts like Maya and not like some other wraith that happens to be along for the ride. I'm sure Maya will understand and eventually forgive me for any unsightly scars. Once I am certain that I have everything I'll need, I pack it all up and head over to the cemetery. Maya's grave looks the same as the last time I was here, which was shortly after she brought me back, and subsequently when I had to have a funeral for her. I haven't had the heart to return since her funeral. I know she'd understand. Maya brought me back on what would have been our fifth wedding anniversary. I have to bring her back on a day that means something to her, and if I wait until our next anniversary it'll be too late. Anything longer than a year or more, and I'll be able to get back, is just her spirit. I want the whole thing. So tomorrow is Maya's birthday, and that's the night she's returning to me. I'm not sure what order I'm supposed to do all the rituals in, so I'm just going to guess and hope for the best. The first order of business is to build a shrine to Maya. I put her favorite things on top of her tombstone, her favorite flowers, now dead of course, her favorite candy, molded and rotten, a piece of beloved flannel shirt, a few photos of her growing up, and some of us together as a couple. Finally, I light a purple candle and recite my first incantation. This whole ritual takes almost two hours and is supposed to give Maya the pathos needed to return to me and the strength to stay once she gets here. When I'm satisfied that her shrine is perfect and my incantation is as good as it's going to get, I gather my things to perform an exorcism of the cemetery. I need to get rid of any wraiths that are left over from other necromancers' spells or spirits that may be bound to the cemetery in any way and for any reason. I don't need spirits hanging out trying to cause a ruckus when I'm bringing my Maya back to me. It takes me about three hours to complete the exorcism and by then I'm exhausted. I tell myself the old adage, no rest for the wicked, and then decide what to do next. I figure digging her grave might be a good place to continue. The ground is hard and rocky for the first few feet, but once I make it past that, it turns softer. By the time I reach Maya's casket, I'm covered in dirt and sweat, which is turning the dirt to mud and dripping down into my eyes, and I can feel it slithering down my back. I hope Maya will forgive me for not showering before she arrives, 
but now that I've started all this, I won't be able to leave here until she comes. When I hit Maya's casket with the shovel, I make sure to get a small splinter of wood from it and put it into my pocket. I'll need it later for the spirit vessel. I leave her casket closed for now and climb out of her grave and make my circles. The first circle is about 30 feet in circumference with Maya's grave in the center. The second circle is about 8 feet in circumference and made at the foot of Maya's grave. This, I might add, is where Maya went wrong. She never made the second circle to sit within while I was returning. The first circle binds her to the cemetery and to the circle's limited edge. The second, smaller circle protects me until I can be sure that Maya is really Maya and not some wraith or demon along for the ride. Also, this way I'm protected and I can wait until she realizes where and who she is. When Maya brought me back and I killed her, I didn't know who or what I was, and she didn't have a protective circle to stand within until I came to my senses. I won't make the same mistake she made. I don't know what happens when an undead kills another undead, and I'm not willing to try to find out. Before I cut Maya open and put the instruction sheet inside, the one currently wrapped in plastic and tucked safely into my own pocket, I have to perform a binding spell. For this I need to prepare a spirit vessel. Experienced necromancers take a finger bone or other tangible body part for the ceremony. Since this is my first, and I don't want to inflict any more cruelty upon her corpse than the chest wound, I found other things to make this vessel with. I have some of her hair that I managed to get from her hairbrush, a few toothbrush bristles, I'm hoping there's some DNA on them, her favorite pillow, a music CD that she listened to practically daily, some of her cat's fur, she would kill me if she found out how I managed to get that, and finally the splinter from her coffin. I put all the items into a shopping bag. I figure it really doesn't matter what they're held in as long as I have them all. The incantations will take several hours, but when I'm done, Maya will be bound to me forever. Since we will both be members of the undead, I think this will be beneficial. I place my candles in my protective circle and sit in the center of them. Then I light each candle, black to keep the negative energies away, white to draw the positive energies near, purple for Maya, a blue one for me, representing the sadness and sorrow in my heart that I've felt since she left, and a yellow one for hope. I sit for hours reciting incantations, dripping wax into the spirit vessel and around the edges of the protective circle and some onto myself. For luck, I'm a bit superstitious. When the candles are mere specks of wax without any wicks left, I put them into the spirit vessel and recite several more spells. Next is the part I've been dreading. I need to open Maya's casket and cut her open to put the instruction sheet into her chest cavity. Once the instructions are firmly bound within her, she will have to follow them no matter what. Essentially, she'll be like a programmed robot. I only wrote good things on the instruction sheet, like love and honor me forever, kill anyone who tries to harm me, stuff like that. I think Maya would approve. I warily step outside of my protective circle, and with my nutrition tools, climb down into Maya's grave. I pry open the casket, and yes, there she is in all her dead glory. I snip the stitches, holding her eyes and mouth shut later, after I'm done with the incision, just in case I've done something wrong, and she comes to life early. I don't want her to see me cutting into her. At least this way, with her eyes sewn shut, if that happens, she'll be less likely to know it's me. I take a deep breath and take out the scalpel. I cut through her favorite dress. I'll explain to her later why I had to cut it. 
and then breathe deep one final time before I cut into Maya. She doesn't scream or flail as I half expect her to. She just lays there, cold and catatonic. I use the clamp to pry apart her ribs and then take the instruction sheet out of my pocket and out of the plastic I've wrapped it in and then place it into Maya. I deliver a few more incantations before I sew her back up. When I finish, I sit back and admire my work. Maya would be proud, and I think there'll be minimal scarring. I snip the stitches on her eyes and lips, leave her casket open, climb back out of the hole, and crawl into my protective circle. My last quest is that of reciting the final spells to bring Maya back to me. I have about two hours before midnight and her birthday. I figure it should be just enough time to go through all of my incantations. If I can time it right, the final spell will be released at exactly midnight by the ringing of a small bell I have brought along solely for that purpose. I put on Maya's favorite flannel, minus the small swatch I had taken out for her shrine, and place my unleavened black bread on a small napkin in front of me with a small bottle of unfermented grape juice. The only things I have eaten all day will be representations of death in honor of Maya. I start by making a few smaller circles within my own circle of protection. Each small circle represents an aspect of Maya that I love. I recite a spell and take a bite of bread and a sip of juice with each one drawn. I spend the next two hours reciting incantations and drawing signs of spells in the dirt and on parchment. My final spell ends at exactly midnight and as I lean forward close to the edge of my circle, I lean as close as I can and ring the bell, summoning Maya to me. I try to peer into her grave, but my circle isn't close enough, a purposeful choice on my part for protection, but I still try. I wait, not so patiently, and hear and see nothing. I figure I must have forgotten something or done something wrong, and then I hear her. At first, it's just a small moan, and then I hear her thrashing and wood breaking. I see dirt and pieces of casket fly up out of the grave. I scoop back away from the edge of my circle to the opposite side. I suddenly don't want to see Maya's revival. I hear her scream and all the pain and torment in the world is inside of that scream. It pierces my undead ears and I cover them in reaction. Then I see hands reaching up out of the grave. She climbs up, falling several times before finally making it to the surface. I'm still in my circle as I watch her stumble from tombstone to tombstone, smashing each one she touches in the process. I feel sorry for any pain I must have inflicted on her when she brought me back, but I'm glad that I can't remember any of it, and I desperately hope she doesn't either. When she sees me, she runs toward the circle but stops abruptly at the edge. She does a weird kind of stumble walk-run around the edge of the circle, trying to get through to me, but my protection holds up, and I am ever thankful for having read so many books on necromancy. Finally, she falls to the ground in exhaustion. Go to sleep, Maya. When you wake up, you'll feel better, more like yourself, and I'll be right here waiting for you, I say from the middle of my circle why I have unconsciously moved to. She doesn't move or acknowledge my voice, just lies there, and I fall asleep myself after a while, make, watching her unmoving dead body. I startle awake and quickly get to my feet, searching the last place I remember seeing Maya before I fell asleep. She isn't there. I spin around and then I see her. She's sitting by her own headstone, which is now broken in half. She's holding the dead flowers I had put in her shrine. She looks at me and smiles. It's about time you woke up. I was getting nervous, she says as she comes near my circle. She still can't cross over the protective edge, so I step out of it to meet her. 
She hugs me in the tightest hug I've ever had, and I swear I can hear some of my bones cracking. I'm starving, she says. I take her hand and say, Good, we have to perform a sacrifice in exchange for your summons, and I know a few old laughing friends I might like to start with. <laughs>